Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassie-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Cherry with us. Hiya, Cherry. Hello, John. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. It's so exciting to be on here. Oh, excellent, excellent. So tell us a little bit about your business. Okay, so um, we have a companion and driving service in the UK called Driving Miss Daisy. Uh, the business originated, in fact, in New Zealand over 10 years ago now. Uh, the founder, Melanie, realised that in her own family, there was a need to get her aunt out and about, uh, but not as a dependent, very much in an empowered kind of way. And from that kind of experience, she realised that lots of other people needed to get out about the support. So, so she developed um, Driving Miss Daisy. And then from that, our founder in the UK, Paul Noose, and in fact, more accurately, his wife, spotted this bright blue daisy car in New Zealand when they were on holiday a few years ago now, about five years ago. And it sparked a lot of curiosity for them. So there we are. It came to the UK and we've never looked back. Oh, fabulous. So tell us a bit about your story. How did you get, get involved in it? Well, Paul um, was interested in starting up this business locally in his area, which was at the time Leon Solent, right on the south coast. And in fact, after lots of thought, he decided that in fact, it's a, it's a need for the whole of the UK. There are lots and lots of people that need to get out and about, uh, want to remain independent. And he needed a small team of people to help him do that. And somehow or another, he stumbled on my LinkedIn profile. So um, we got together, had a coffee, and along with some other people uh, in our leadership team now, we've managed to establish Drive Miss Daisy is, is quite a decent sized brand with lots of franchises uh, across the country. Fabulous. Linked into the rescue. Good networking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you make it all sound so easy. Has there been any challenges along the way? Oh, there really has. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult with a new startup, particularly in a brand new country too. Uh, we were unknown. The brand wasn't known. And it's really hard to build a reputation when people haven't used you before. They don't quite know what you're doing. So we've had to be very, very clear and focused on our targets. And we've want, we want to really give the best standard of support we can to everybody we work with. So we really feel that we've now established a decent brand to be proud of, but it hasn't been plain sailing. It's been difficult to find the right people to work with. Um, and when you're starting up, you don't have lots and lots of cash to kind of develop all your strategies that you'd like to. So we've had to be very, very um, careful in terms of how we use money and that kind of thing so yeah it's 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 not without challenge yeah but it's really really valuable the important lessons there there's uh, the people aspect finding the right people and yeah. um not necessarily using money just to solve a problem using innovation no. and definitely definitely being creative and adapting as well i mean at the moment um it, it's obviously been a really really difficult time and um, particularly for our franchise network uh, we've got quite a few around the country now we're lucky to be in scotland and wales and lots on the south coast everywhere really but you know we always need more people to come and join the business but it has been we, we've had to uh, adapt um and quickly 
flex our services. Um, we haven't been able to take clients out. We haven't been able to go to appointments. So many of our clients fit into the shielding category and have um, huge, sort of acute health needs. So our franchises have been incredibly creative um, just to maintain contact, keep mental well-being uh, right up there, stay in touch. And um, it's, it's been really good, actually. We've, we've learned some amazing stories from them. Um, I've got a few examples if, if there's time oh, to I'd go I'd love to hear. Through. Yes, please do. So some of our franchisees who haven't been able to connect, haven't been able to get out and about with their clients, have written letters. Uh, we've got an artist amongst them who, who she's painted cards uh, for each of her clients to send through the post because that means so much, getting things through the post. Uh, another was able to visit and make a full English breakfast quite regularly for one of his clients, which is good. Um, others couldn't visit in, in the home, but they sat in the garden, which in March was pretty chilly. And they were able to um, chat through the window to their clients to keep, the, keep their spirits up. Uh, we shopped and dropped. Uh, we've collected prescriptions. We've taken pets to vets without their owners. And we've done um, Zooms for some, some clients who have you know, wanted to keep in touch weekly with their companion drivers because that bond and that relationship is so special between them. It's really important as I say before, for their mental well-being, really. Yeah. It's that human connection that I think um, suffered the most, well, one of the things that suffered greatly is that being able to connect with the people in your lives. And it sounds like your team's done a wonderful job. They've been fantastic. I feel very humbled and I'm just a back office board. So um, they have been fantastic, actually. Um, some of them have found it very challenging, quite naturally. I mean, they are actually running their own businesses. So that has been, uh, you know, very awkward at times, particularly when the cash flow dips away. But overall, as a group, they've all pulled together. We've got some wonderful learning and shared experiences. Um, and there's loads of encouragement between them all as well, which is really good to see. So that comes back to the point you made earlier about hiring the right, uh, finding the right people. Yeah. So any tips on how to find the right people? Um, well, in our line of work, we are. Um, you know, supporting, I wouldn't say vulnerable because that can be a bit patronising, but we are supporting people who do have extra needs or they do, you know, might need some extra confidence to go out and about. So um, it's really important for us that we have compassionate people. And it is, it is, it's not difficult to find them, but it is difficult to find them in this environment, in a, in a franchising industry, it can be more problematic. And without sounding picky, we are, we are quite um, rigorous in who we want to work with because obviously our reputation is so important. So uh, we, we have quite a, a thorough screening process and um, we stalk through LinkedIn. We use social media quite a lot. And there's an awful lot of word of mouth which goes on, which is really, really helpful for us. So the reputation is starting to sort of filter through, which is great. Yeah, no, absolutely. My, I've got a son who's got disabilities and um, learning challenges and epilepsy. And uh, I know we, we looked at your services because we trusted the um, ethos. Oh, that's nice to know. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fabulous. So, so any tips for business owners that you've learned from franchising that we could be applied to other businesses, maybe? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I thought about this question, actually, and um, it's really important. I think one of the tips to not underestimate is the importance of communication and collaboration. You've already mentioned it in terms of networking. But we find that simply explaining what we do through a conversational engagement 
is almost a good enough start to getting our brand known. Um, people buy or engage services from people. Well, that's what we find anyway. And often you don't need to be sales trained just to say what you do, because if you're passionate about it and genuine, the product already, um, you know, sells itself or your service sells itself, then that's infectious. So I think communication and collaboration is um, very helpful. Well, it certainly is for us. And hopefully yeah. Oh, I heartily agree. Um, this is one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast is because I was meeting business owners chatting. I think these are just such amazing, interesting people. There must be a platform where we can share this. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic idea what you put together. It's really, really brilliant. And it's very innovative as well. So oh, that's um, very kind um, of you. Thank you. Um, second tip is, I think, you know, along with the communication, perhaps is the elevator pitch that uh, business owners use. And uh, we've adapted us slightly so when we explain driving the stasi or what the, the service is we we talk about the why first so why it's important for people to use driving the stasi rather than the uh, what we do and yes. the reason for that obviously is because you're kind of looking at the emotional side you're looking at that emotional connection so i would say um we want you to be empowered to maintain your independence to be able to get out and about in the community uh, socialize with your friends have lots of fun and laughter we want you to be able to remain at home for longer but with companionship support companionship support a friendly face um you know people that can spend time with you so that's really powerful and it connect, creates this sort of emotional picture that a person is special and unique but it is very easy to describe what we do and how we do it so we try and do that later so that's very much around the um simon senek kind of gold yes circle. I was yeah, just thinking I guess that. you've fallen, yeah, yeah, you're well aware of that. So, yeah, I think that's uh, you know, quite useful for some, some organisations. Yeah, it's humanising the organisation as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Definitely playing to that emotional side just to, you know, explain what's, what's helpful about your organisation in a different way. So, um, and then finally, uh, it's around being paired to reflect and reject. So we've done a lot of this lately. We've had time to reflect about our business during lockdown. And, um, you know, whilst it's important not to change things for the sake of it, because they're working, it's also really valuable to reflect on strategies or designs and processes and reject things that no longer have a place in your business. So at the moment, I guess, there are lots of organisations that are thinking about, you know, whether they still need their premises or their meeting rooms. Um, with the large rental overheads that that might entail, right down to tired marketing materials, which we've done a lot of lately, that just aren't right or don't fit. So we've we've done a lot of that, and I think you have to be quite brave to reject things. Yes. Um, I think you have to be very open to reflect on what's working well and what you could do better. And we certainly, um, you know, we've always got room for improvement, so we're well aware of that, but we also want to innovate. Sorry, innovate. innovate. <laughs> I love it. Oh, zero, zero, zero. Um, yeah, so um, innovate even, that would be a better That's word. the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, once the wastage has been identified and eliminated, then hopefully the P&L will be better and you'll have a really good, stronger business at the end of it. Ah, fabulous. Well, thank you for sharing those. And I think there's, there's a couple of reasons why people might contact you. One is the franchise size, size side of what you do and the other one is the service side. So yeah, that's absolutely right. Yep. How, how are there different ways of contacting you for those, or is it the same contact? No, it's the same to make it easy for everyone. So we've got a, a standard um, UK number, which is a local rate call number, and that's 0333 014 6211. 
And we've also got a website address, which is drivingstacy at uh, .co.uk. Sorry, www.drivingstacy.co.uk. Um, and yes, we've definitely got opportunities for individuals who want to make a difference to others in the local community. And there's a great supportive infrastructure for those. And anybody that needs our service, we can link them up with their most local team. Ah, oh, fabulous. Well, thank you ever so much for sharing your story and your passion behind what you do. Thanks, John. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. And if you know of anybody that would be a, an entrepreneur or business owner that would be good for the podcast, please do send them my way. I will do, for sure. Fabulous. So this has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye then, Cherry. Thanks, John. Thanks very much for your time. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as the Funding Platform. The FSB Funding Platform offers FSB members direct access to hundreds of business funding options with a single application. We help you find the right funding for your business, saves you precious time and lower the overall cost of the finance. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk